Hey everyone, welcome back to Teenage Therapy. I'm Kyle. I'm Kayla. I'm Thomas. I'm Isaac. I'm Mark. And welcome back to the podcast. Uh, welcome. I feel like we, you know what I feel like that I recently noticed? What? Is the way we used to do episodes is we just used to like come here and be like, oh, so like what should we talk about? And then one of us would be like, oh, I, I think I got something. And then we would talk about that and that would turn into some sort of like main theme. Like there'd be a lesson in there somewhere. But now it's more of a we plan it and then we like we're like, okay, we know what we're gonna talk about. And I feel like that kind of makes it harder to um discuss. Discuss. Or I guess just be like a little bit more vulnerable because you feel like there's like a feels like there's a theme you have to stick with. Oh. Right? It doesn't feel as natural. Yeah. That's true, yeah. It feels yeah. like we're like following something instead of just oh, opening up true. and speaking from our hearts. I feel like being vulnerable, it's like spontaneous too. It just happens. It just happens. You can't really plan it. It feels weird That's when yeah, when you do true. schedule it. Like, okay, next Friday, we're going to talk about this and we might cry. Yeah. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I do see that. Serious episode this time, casual one next week. That's what we do. Mm-hmm. And I realized like that's... It's a little odd. I feel like maybe that's been like stopping us from reaching our potential. Because there's like a weird dynamic. Because one, we need a schedule so we know what we're doing. We could plan accordingly. But two, kind of like takes away from the conversation sometimes. Mm -hmm. Yep. So I guess this episode is weird because it's hard to start it. That's the hardest thing. It's like, okay, Mm -hmm. let's say we're talking about like some serious topic. Let's start, guys. Anyone got thoughts? And it's just kind of odd. But this episode... the 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 topic that i had planned was being selfish being selfless getting taken advantage of and savior complex and i wrote this down a while ago so i kind of just pulled it into the list of topic ideas and decided to make it not really sure what caused me to uh, think about this though um but you know what I what I said a while ago? I think I, I mentioned this um, all the way back when we did the assumptions video. Is I said, I think I have a savior complex. Um, can you elaborate? First, yeah, wait. Elaborate. First, can you say what the savior complex so, is? Just in case anybody doesn't Yes. Know. I did some research on it. Um, let me tell you about it. So, savior complex is basically someone that believes it is their duty to help others and it's your responsibility to help others and you know sacrifice your own interest and your own beliefs for the greater good of someone else so what i wrote down is it's also known as white knight syndrome and it's when an individual feels good about themselves only when helping someone they believe their job or purpose is to help those around them and sacrifice their own interest and well-being in the effort to aid others it's an unhealthy coping mechanism that can do more harm than good Right. Well, it was really interesting. I think I found out about it because of like a TikTok or something. Um, it's weird because at first it sounds kind of like, oh, that seems like a nice thing. You know, very selfless. You're selfless. You're helping others and you feel good about it. What's bad about it? But the, the more I researched, the more I realized it's like some sort of coping mechanism for like previous trauma, I guess, that you've had. Um, and something that's interesting is People with savior complexes try to feel in control by fixing the lives of others, mm-hmm. often in order to distract themselves from their own anxiety and or powerlessness. Very interesting. It says, if you grew up in a dysfunctional family, you grew up thinking that you can that you can and must make a difference. You believe that you can do it all if you put enough effort. 
you grow up feeling omnipotent, which is just like invincible. You fail to recognize your own limitations because this is the only one you, you can feel needed and whole. Um, as a savior, you communicate the message, you can't do this yourself, you're helpless without me. While on the surface, you may express and sincerely believe in the desire for the person to improve and grow. In actuality, you undermine them by taking away their opportunity to learn their life lessons. This is why it will be very challenging for you to set boundaries and end things with someone who is abusive or takes advantage of you. You are terrified of rejection, disapproval, and abandonment. Um, And then as a little fix, it says, be honest and allow yourself to feel the guilt that will ine inevitably come after acknowledging that you don't actually want to sacrifice yourself anymore. The guilt is natural and part of the process. Eventually, it will go away. So that's what a savior complex is. It's basically a complex that just involves like feeling the need to help others, um, which was interesting. And I didn't know I even like... I didn't know that that's why I was like, but I guess I had been been feeling that for a good bit. I think um, especially when it comes to like friendships and relationships, I think I always feel a need to like be the one to help them with like their problems and like help them with everything. And I have like this this mindset that like I can do it and like I'm capable of it and if I just try hard enough, like I can make like a difference, um, which isn't really healthy. And I didn't really even realize it till recently. Um, and it's, it's nice because I wish I kind of realized this sooner. It would have helped me quite a bit, especially when set setting boundaries and just on myself, because I think a lot of people see when you, when you tell someone, you know what, like, I don't really have the right headspace to help you with this. A lot of people take that the wrong way. They either take it as you not caring enough. They take it as abandoning them. They take it in so many wrong directions when it really just is like setting a boundary. And I am enjoying the fact that I get to talk about it because I'm sure there's a, a lot of you. I'm sure you're listening and you're probably like, whoa, wait, this kind of applies to me. So if it does apply to you, I hope you realize that maybe you need to do um, some reevaluation and maybe set some boundaries with people when it comes to that. Is that how you helped yourself with your savior complex by setting boundaries with other people? Um, well, I'm starting to do it more. I think I really, I, I realize I just have, it's so hard. Like each relationship or friendship that I get into, my first thought is like, Oh, what are you, what are your problems? What are you struggling with? They tell me and then I'm like, oh, okay, well, maybe I'll just remind you to do this or remind you to take care of yourself in this way. And I start trying to like get into the habit and each like, you know, maybe each conversation I'd be like, oh, have you done this yet? Have you done, have you done this yet? And I think that could easily be mistaken as just, as just, um, I guess just as caring for them. Mm -hmm. But I think eventually when it gets excessive, it just turns into like a, a more, I'm more like a, uh, I don't know what the word to describe it, but like a teacher and a student type of situation. Like, oh, I help you more than, we're not equals. Like, I'm above you and I'm helping you instead of just being an equal, right? Mm -hmm. um, and so recently, I have been trying to, um, I have been trying to realize that and realize when I need to just, even though it's hard and I always feel guilty and it's just difficult, I need to just be like, well, if you have problems, I'll be here with you, but those are like your own responsibility. Like there's nothing mm -hmm. I can do about that, which has helped. 
but definitely still relatively new. So, guess I'll keep helping myself. Well, so can you? I, I this topic is a don't little, I don't know. think I have a savior complex. I mean, of course I want to help people. But when I first meet somebody, like, contrary to Gael, I don't think, like, what's their problems? And how can I help them? So I don't think I have that. I think you're the first person I've met. Really? That has a Xavier complex, or I haven't been able to notice it in other people, if anything. Mm-hmm. Only, so that's interesting. Only place I could maybe see or like think of an example of a person having a Xavier complex is um, teachers and students. They feel like, like some teachers, like in movies, you know, they have the like duty to help these students and all of that and that's like maybe the only example where i do see this like mm-hmm. you know the movie on freedom riders mm-hmm. that's what i'm thinking of uh i kind of thought of christopher columbus <laughs> oh yeah that like too. <laughs> you know <laughs> that too interesting can you put the mic closer by the way yeah hmm i don't think i have a savior complex i'm like kayla like I like to help people and I like hearing about like other people's problems and like offering whatever assistance I possibly can to help them. But I don't think I like go out of my way and like sacrifice myself in order for like, in order to like solve another person's problems. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I understand where you're coming from, Gail. But I don't think it's to the extent where you go into a friendship and you immediately ask about like the problems, right? She said. Um. Or like, how does it work? Not always. It's just sort of like I guess it just naturally happens. I get close to someone, mm-hmm. and then eventually they open up. They're like, "Oh yeah, this sucks." And then as soon as I realize what they're struggling with, I like unconsciously start just think thinking about that. Like, how could I help them? How could I help them in this way? I've done that many times, and I always thought like. Isn't it just caring for the person and isn't it just like your morals? Like you're just trying to be helpful to like a friend? I think there's a fine line. There's a fine line. That's why it's kind of confusing because there's a fine line uh-huh. between when it's a savior complex and when it's just um, like you caring. If you, I think once you start sacrificing your own happiness and your own needs to care for them because you feel like you're the only one that could help them and they won't be able to help themselves, mm-hmm. then I think that's when it kind of becomes a little bit more of an issue. That's true. Mm, okay. So, like, you think they're not capable of doing it themselves, but you think you can. I guess so. I guess that the sub- that's the subconscious message that I let out. Oh, At the time, yeah, I don't really believe that in that. Okay. So, basically, you're allowing them to become, like, relying on you then. I guess so. I think, yeah, that was part of it. I think it said that. And is it that you want them to be reliant on you? I don't think about it like that, but I guess subconsciously, mm-hmm. maybe... Because it says, like... Because you want to feel, like, needed. Needed. Uh, needed. I, I've definitely experienced that yeah. with, um, with people or like with certain people. Mm-hmm. And this is where I elaborate. Um, Don't leave us hanging. <laughs> <laughs> always. No, yeah, like... Um, um, like, with a specific person, for example, uh, I want to help them. I want to make them 
depend on me because it makes me feel like I'm useful or like I'm actually basically like I'm validated, you know, like I could be that mm-hmm. person for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, sometimes too, like then I sacrifice my morals and my priorities and my um my values. And because of that, like, I sort of get, like, mad at myself. And at the same time, I know that I can't blame myself for that because I know that I'm sacrificing these values for that person. And so, like, I sort of, like, contradict myself and I go into this, like, mindset where, like, I confuse myself and basically get mad but then invalidate that anger. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like being depended on and then being completely relied on are like two different things as well. Because in one sense, one, like it just feels good to be dependent on. Like, you know that people think you have a certain like sense of responsibility, but then being relied on, it's like your existence Mm -hmm. is just like that everything to them. Mm -hmm. I think um, I have been a victim by somebody with a savior complex um like i think they like they helped me out a lot and i am forever grateful for that but it got to the point where i relied on them a little too heavily for like uh just like my well-being and when they weren't like there for me um it was very hard like i kind of felt like they needed to be in my life and i should never really have to feel like that for anybody to be in your life like i don't know i'm really scared of becoming dependent on somebody just because of past experiences and yeah i just wanted to share that little story mm-hmm. um i think similar to you thomas um i i do have like a small fear of like becoming dependent on somebody just because i've seen it happen so many times with like either just romantic relationships or friendships it just sucks so bad to see like somebody that was completely fine before slowly start to like form an attachment an unhealthy attachment at that Mm -hmm. and just see them like rely on the other person and i hate seeing it because and then they feel like they can't do anything by themselves but really they can and they just don't realize it so that's why like i'm a little scared Mm -hmm. if i were this is kind of off topic Mm -hmm. but if i were to get in a romantic relationship or anything i feel like i'd be scared of becoming reliant on the person yeah exactly like exactly what kayla said i like my first ever relationship um Okay, why, why am I trying to, like, speak in code names? Um, My first ever relationship is, was with Gael, and I remember, like, it was very codependent, I think that's the word, Um, where, like, everything, like, I felt like, because we were together for, like, a long-ass time, and when we weren't together, I felt like I couldn't live my life, like, normally, or just be myself. Like, I felt incomplete. And then, like, that took so long to recover from. But now it's good. Like, now it's fine. But it took a lot of work and um, distance. But, yeah, like, because of that, 
I'm like so terrified of getting into another relationship. Like I have no desire to anymore because like I don't want to get hurt. I don't want to have to get attached to another person and then when they leave I get hurt again, you know? Mhm. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes I do share that cynical view right. or realistic, <laughs> I guess cynical or realistic whatever. Um I I fluctuate. Yeah, literally. No, I fluctuate a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I fluctuate a lot where sometimes I'm just like, I really don't need or want a relationship. I just like the idea of it. And I'm, I feel fine by myself. Like I'm independent. I've been doing a lot of things. And I, I don't really want a relationship. Like, do you even have time for a relationship? And, but then sometimes I'm like, you know, one doesn't sound so bad. <laughs> And then it's just like I feel neutral about it or I romanticize it a lot. And so really it just fluctuates. Mm -hmm. Um so yeah, that's yeah. kinda hard with me. And I already consider myself like a pretty independent person. And so for me to like be in a relationship and slowly become dependent on the other person without me even realizing it. And then when I do realize it, I feel like I can't do anything. That's such a scary thought for me. Yeah, I think like a lot of young relationships always have this, you know, happen where they become really reliant on each other. And it's just like they can't leave each other and they can't like they sacrifice themselves for the relationship and it's just not working. Um, And it's. Yeah, um, but when you like, you know, I always, I always want a boyfriend. It's like I always think about like, you know, like it would be nice like to have somebody like hold me right now, you know, or like just mm -hmm. give me a hug. Um, but I really think about all the work and the risks and the consequences, and it's just not worth it right now for me. I think. I, I think a lot of people, I, I think I said this in the past, where a lot of people don't ever reserve time for, them, for themselves to grow. Like, throughout their entire lives, like, while they're growing up and developing, they're constantly relying on other people to live their life. And then when they're by themselves, it's, like, super hard for them. Yeah, just saying. Yeah, I think... um going back to like the reliance versus like depending i do think there's a big difference between someone relying on you and someone depending on you it's very subtle i think because mm -hmm. they both sound okay i think it's just when it's taken to the extreme yeah an extreme codependence towards you is i think the word instead of just dependent but like a codependence and that's when it gets a little bit dangerous i think I I think I've met like one other person that was the same way that also like felt like a need to like help people and like oh I gotta get you through all these problems but I don't really want to open up and I think that's what makes it hard for me to also open up is because I believe I'm the one that's supposed to take care of you and like you can't take care of me like you're just not capable of it because you know you have so many things going on like I don't see you also being able to show that or share any sort of support um, which makes it hard to open up in all types of situations in friendships and relationships and like even in the podcast. Um, I think I choose not to open up because I just don't think there's like 
I'm like, is there really anything helpful that could be said to me? And then I just choose, like, I feel like I could just do it myself. Instead, I'd rather just, like, help everyone else and talk to them through everyone else. And it's kind of toxic because there's a sense of pride in that. That, like, oh, I can do it all myself and I could help you. You don't even need to help me at all. Like, it's okay. Um, and that's that's when it gets toxic because it sounds good. But when you really think about it, it's very toxic and you shouldn't you shouldn't allow yourself to help people if it's damaging you you should be sure to set your boundaries um and i think that's why it was a important step for me to you know set boundaries with someone like thomas which was clearly like a, a clear showcase of like a savior complex is that like i believed i could save him i could help him with everything and that he didn't need to help me with anything at all because he was just not capable of it and it's that i needed to do it and so when i did we talked about how we, you know, we set boundaries with one another and I chose not to help him anymore. And to him, it felt like abandonment and all sorts of other negative feelings. And I felt a lot of guilt because of that. But just like they said, the guilt, you know, goes away because I realized it was what was best for myself. And there are times where I need to take my own needs into account and not just help others all the time. Yeah. And I think like during the relationship, because you had um like a savior complex and you never like opened up about anything it always felt one-sided like i always felt like like i trusted you and like i like i depended on you but then like i just felt like you never needed me for anything and because of that it just always felt like you know um unrequited love um and that hurt like i think it's i think it sucks because i always wanted to like be there for you i always wanted to help you in like any way i can like how you helped me but i just like you know i didn't know what was going on you you never told me and i felt like i was useless like i didn't like you didn't need me Mm -hmm. and i think that's you know one of the many the consequences um of you know what happened mm-hmm. in that relationship yeah do you think there's a point where your kindness can be taken advantage of yeah of course yes. yeah for sure what does that look like for you i think well i am a very forgiving person like i always try to see the best in people and like you know most of the time they never deserve it like they really don't because they hurt me again and again but because i just think that like oh well i mean they weren't always like this like i've had a good time with them so they can't be all bad but like it just keeps on happening and that's why i tend to stay in very toxic relationships and like friendships all the time like it's I don't know. Yeah, I I just tend to keep on forgiving until I just can't take it anymore and my mental health is like severely like impacted by it. Yeah, same like in friendships especially. There's like a I could tolerate so much in a friendship like someone could just like say something mean and I'll just let it go and at some point you just have to let go of the friendship. But then again, I'm just like maybe I should just give them another chance. Just keep giving them chances, right? And you just want to keep you keep thinking it's your kindness or whatever. 
but at that point they're just taking advantage of you they just they're just using you as an outlet of their emotions and you can't really you know have a healthy relationship with them yeah and i think that's why like now i'm like i don't tolerate like bad friends as easily anymore because mm-hmm. it's like it's same it's, it's exhausting as dude well. i would still i consider people like that my friends i don't know what i was thinking and i still do but like now that i think of it if they came up to me i just wouldn't even consider them friends yeah like did you guys do that like you usually consider like a lot of people just like your friend even though you wouldn't really talk to them because i remember a guy saying he wouldn't i don't consider them like my friend friend like but you uh, consider them your friend you know like, like you still like, call them like a friend like it's weird right uh, i mean for me like i, I act friendly yeah them, yeah i mean the thing is though like i i don't i don't treat them the same as somebody that i do call a friend you know a friend friend or a friend friend oh. friend oh, okay. I, mean, yeah, I still call them like a friend but i'm not like friend friend with them yeah. i'm just like oh yeah they're my friend like yeah yeah you know yeah 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 Yeah. i feel like i treat like those not friend friend but just friend people like nicer i see because like i'm not close to them yet so like i want to see if we can like actually become friend friends and if i'm like just messing around with them like i don't know their boundaries Mm. so what if i see something wrong but when you're like closer with people you know their boundaries and you could be like a little like mean or just show like more of your emotions Mm -hmm. so yeah yeah. So difficult. Yeah, it's a weird distinction. Um. Oh, I thought you need, had something to say. No, no, no. I don't think so. Imagine. Or did you say imagine? Uh, Why imagine? Yeah. I I don't know. I say that. <laughs> imagine dragons. Imagine. Yeah. Okay. Um. I'm trying to think. Or before, I don't think I was an ass forgiving person, because. I would just like hold grudges internally and I would just like carry it around until like it just made me so tired. Uh-huh. And I think that's just when I realized like forgiveness is more for me than it is for the other person. And that made it a lot easier to just like move forward yeah. and like mm-hmm. not feel so tired all the time. Yeah. yeah. It's sort of the opposite. I don't really hold grudges. I kind of let it go easily, more easily than. I should do. That's um, true. And I feel like that's because that's because I guess I'm scared of confrontation. I'm scared of letting that person go. I don't know. There could be many different reasons, but mm. I do find myself being in positions that I do not want to be. Uh, yeah. I think for me, I'm the same as Thomas, which is that I give people, I'm very naive when it comes to trust and forgiveness and i keep forgiving people and i just always have a tendency to look believe the best in people and look for the best in people and it gets to a point where it's like stupid to do that uh, because clearly that's not who they are but i just assume that like they can change um which goes back to you know his whole savior accomplice thing so i'm i'm still very like i think i wish i could be one of those people that just like cut off someone's with the smallest thing you know if someone harms them they're like you know what no you're done like i'm not talking to you again yeah i think it's easier to do that when it's like newly forming friendships because there's not as much like history with them but when it's with somebody that you've known for like so long for years obviously it's gonna be like harder to mm-hmm. let go of that attachment yeah. so that 
I guess that's why it's easier to like recognize the red flags early on so that you can just be prepared <laughs> or, you know, if you feel the need to cut them off, then cut mm-hmm. them off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we talked about a lot of things in this episode. I was kind of a little all over the place. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah. I guess that's how our episodes used to be. Yeah. But I kind of do like jumping from like topic to topic. It's yeah. better. Yeah. In my it's opinion. A lot better. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah. Have you guys like encountered an instance where you found yourself being taken advantage of? Just in terms of helping others. Mm-hmm. I have this like philosophy that like I'll just I'll just help you out. Like even if I'm not like getting anything in return, like I'll just help you because I believe like helping people is like it's the same shit every mm-hmm. savior conflict and oh, i just shit. think helping people is so great that's so stupid oh my god i'm gonna have to reevaluate my entire fucking personality i was about to say that like i don't mind helping people and like not getting anything in return like it makes me happy when i help people uh-huh. maybe mm-hmm. i shouldn't maybe i shouldn't do that anymore i mean there's this thing called a uh, delayed gratification yeah i but, do it because of my own good uh-huh. you know mm-hmm. like i don't mind sharing whatever it might be that like someone needs help with like uh-huh. i'm okay with just you know sharing all that because yeah. i like helping people and if it helps you it's okay uh-huh. um that's where the fine line is like when is it a savior complex and when is it like oh you're just being like kind and you just you know you have values of like helping others even if i'm not asking for anything mm-hmm. interesting anyways that's about it for this episode i guess <laughs> oh also, I just came back. It's bad. Uh, girl, when you were saying how, like, um, you won't talk about your problems because you feel like we can't help you. Mm-hmm. Sometimes talking about your problems isn't so much the other people helping you. It's just you getting it, like, off your chest and mm-hmm. just knowing that other people know it, too. And somehow, yeah, somehow that can help them and they can relate to it. So sometimes it's not always about they need to help Advice. Yeah. yeah. That's actually another great point. That kind of ties into the same topic. Um, what were you saying? I forgot. <laughs> That's not- a great point. What were you saying? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just joking. Um, uh, it was like saying your problems isn't always about other people helping you. It's just, just getting it off yeah. your shoulders. Oh, right. Uh-huh. Yeah. So that's that's also a great point because it ties in to this, which is like, yeah, that's interesting because I hadn't even thought about that, but that's another thing that like um damn damn i keep like <laughs> you did it like three times night, and then i lose to it yeah damn damn, damn. um i was just, i think i was gonna say something with huh? well i want to say something cool. like you said that sharing your problems you know that could help like other people mm-hmm. too right and that's like literally what mm-hmm. we're doing in this podcast we're sharing our problems to help others other people mm-hmm. yes and sometimes I catch myself, like, wanting to give them advice or something when they tell me their problems, even though sometimes, like, I I can't even relate to the situation. So that's when I had to realize, like, I can't necessarily give them advice, but as long as they know I'm here for them and I'll listen to their problems, then that's okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It really is okay. Because, you know, for me, like, I'm used to people giving me solutions every time I talk about my problems. 
But then, mm-hmm. like, when I, like, vent out to my girlfriend, she doesn't do that. She just stays quiet, nods, and shows that she's listening. And she just listens. And then that really is helpful, you know? Like, sometimes all I want to do is just let it all out. No solutions, yeah. like, whatsoever. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. I think what I was going to say is... I think what I was going to say... Take your time. You got it. Let it out. This is so hard. Sometimes I literally like, can't <laughs> focus on it. And, like it's there and then as soon as I speak, it's gone. And then, oh my gosh. And then my mind goes blank and I just can't like think. Anyways. I want to know. Tell me. Tell oh, us. Tell No, should we should we repeat what we said and maybe it'll yeah, like you repeat it, Kayla? So sometimes no, <laughs> it's okay. Um Did you get it? Yes. I think what I was gonna say is that another part of like being selfless and getting taken advantage of is when people just like problem dump you. And there's also another thing to be careful with is when someone just like it's okay when it's like a mutual, like, oh, I'm going to tell you about my problems, and then you could tell me about yours, and we could help each other, and it'd be great. It's all fun. But what really annoys me is when people, um, I guess, like, almost pretend they're, like, interested in your problems. They're like, oh, okay, yeah. They're like, yeah, so this happened to me. And then they just get onto mm-hmm. their own problems, and they just start talking about themselves and themselves and themselves, and that's all they keep talking about. And they don't ask like any more questions like you tell mm-hmm. them yeah there's this thing that's going on and yeah i feel like that they're like oh the same thing happened to me and i did this. i'm like they're like oh that's cool okay mm-hmm. I, um but they, hold on that's different though because i do that a lot me too I yeah because you lot. can use your own experiences as well obviously but there's like a certain limit where people just make it all about them like every single time mm-hmm. i think like i always catch myself right after like Someone's telling me something, and I'm like, oh, well, I mean, like, blah, blah, blah. Like, I, I mean, I, I did this, too. And then, I like, I'm not trying to make it about myself, but, like, I did. And I'm not, I like, see. like I, I care about their problems. It's just, <laughs> like, I was trying to, like, make them feel less alone about it. But yeah. I think sometimes, definitely, I can see how it's, like, misinterpreted. and Yeah. That's why that's I follow what, up with yeah. the question after about them. That's what so I do. so it doesn't yeah, sound like it's all about me. That's what I do. But I know, I feel like some people do get annoyed when yeah. I, they're like, oh, dude, I've been feeling like, like this. I'm like, oh, I feel like that too. What are you doing though? Um, But I think some people don't like that. So I'm trying to like do it less. I think I do it on the podcast sometimes. Um, Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. I've noticed it a few times. <laughs> um, My bad. Sorry. It's okay. Just blame it on you being a Leo or something. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I was kind of thinking that. <laughs> Gal is a Leo rising. Like, I don't know why Gal gives so much shit about Leos. He is a Leo rising. I've been telling you. Know. I'm just He joking. is a Leo inside. <laughs> it ain't that serious. But what's it called? Yeah. Um. But it also be careful not to have people problem dump on you. Mm. Um, Because it is not only damaging it's just exhausting mm-hmm. um, your friends are not there makes friends mm-hmm. feel one-sided yeah. um so yeah there's that to watch out for anyways 
that's about it for this episode. Um, talked about a couple of things. Very fun. Hopefully you enjoyed it, and hopefully you maybe even learned something about yourself or realized something like, oh, shoot, am I doing that? And that's the goal. Think about it. Are you doing what we're doing? I hope you're not. Learn from us. Be more self-aware. Be more mm-hmm. self-aware about your relationships to people and the mutual respect you guys should have for one another, and it's not your job to fix someone else. Okay? Anyways, thank you for listening, and we'll see you in the next episode. Bye. 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 Bye.